0: Rock and Rollin' episode 535, No Laugh Track Podcast here in Minneapolis, Minnesota at Acme Comedy Company because it is their podcast. I'm Justin Severson, I get to host each and every week. I did the math, I counted up the uh, amount of time I've spent with Matthew Broussard on this stage and uh, this is the sixth appearance. I actually didn't do the minutes, but... Um, no, but I am 1% of all episodes. There you go. More. Yeah. 535, yeah. Yeah. That's congratulations cool. and welcome back.
1: Thank you so much. I
0: looked. We also you have you uh you kind of stick
1: to this time of year. Did, yes, I've you realize always been that here this time of year, it's around I Feb- February love that because people just tend to come out and that's my favorite part of of going cold places in the winter. People are like, oh, you're going to Canada in the winter. That must be terrible. Like, no, people are going to show up. I do uh rumors Winnipeg in the summer, and that is. Difficult to get people up because the sun doesn't come down till after the early show. Oh no! sun's till nine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So and people in that place don't take sunlight for granted. So the, the the wintry activity of the Midwest is it's a good energy.
0: Yeah. Try a midnight show there, maybe.
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. Right.
0: So I saw a dawn uh, show.
1: What's that? You mean when the sun's coming up? Yes. Yes. Yeah.
0: So <laughs> the sunrise show. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. So here we are back at Acme, and I know that you are planning on recording very, yes. very, Next very weekend. soon. Yes. Next weekend.
1: Yes. Okay. Um, Why now? It's been too long, and I needed to do something. Um, and I don't see... I just... I got to get some of these jokes out. Uh, I, I did a half hour in 2016, so it's been almost eight years. I have more than enough to put out... I've done a lot of short stuff since then. I might, I definitely am gonna revisit like my late night sets to my late night sets and maybe one of my uh, my Don't Tell set. Uh, some stuff I've done since then is burned but it's a strange process of like what I want to do one more time, what I want to never do again, uh, what I'm not ready to put out yet. That's, that's all those decisions you have to make. There's last night I kinda, you might've seen it. I, I, about 15, 20 minutes in, I just couldn't stick to the script and just wanted to t- play around. The crowd was good. I just wanted to do the stuff that's not all the way there yet, but will have a lot more energy in performing. So in a strange position of having the material very much overbaked, I feel like in past performances, I've been kind of scrambling to make sure stuff was fixed, you know, up, up to speed at the last minute and just sharpening tags and making sure everything was smooth. This is... Uh, I'm not selling the hour very well, but like some of it's some of it could completely ride out on muscle memory if it needed to. Sure. Yeah. Sure.
0: And I'm you know, as someone who's seen you pretty consistently every you know year mm-hmm. for the last several years, mm-hmm. like I've seen I've seen all versions of your act. Mm-hmm. Last night was as good as it gets. Thank um, you. A few things I've heard before,
1: mm-hmm. and but a, definitely a significant amount of new stuff from last year. Yeah. Thank you. I appreciate that. Mm-hmm. There's, I've been writing a lot faster and a lot more lately. Uh, Some just,
0: of my favorites, I have to say, are still in it. So, great. Yes. Good. Good, good, good. There's a, there's a, uh, uh, mas- not masturbation. There's one that involves a vibrator. Yeah. Save that the closer. That, that one one's... was in it last year. I think yes. an early version of it, and it's still here. Yes.
1: Super yes. funny. Thank you. One yeah. of my favorites. Appreciate it. That's a fun one. That'll be a hard one to give up. Because it's a very fun one to tell. I bet. Uh, doing an act out of a cat throwing up is a pretty fun, pretty fun <laughs> joke. Very fun joke. That part's new. Yes, I was going to say. Time. I don't I remember that, that part. I think that's a couple months old. Yeah. that's that's Can't really top that. So that's the closer for sure. Um,
0: I don't think I've ever seen... I, yeah, I think someone acting out a cat... Vomiting the slow motion vomit of a cat—it's the first time I've seen that on a stage. Good, great. And, uh, I'm an innovator.
1: <laughs> I don't know if it's anybody, funny because I, if... I I really go for highbrow stuff, and that is about as as base level as it gets. If you can't laugh at that, I don't know you have a sense of humor.
0: I don't think anyone but an actual cat could do that better.
1: <laughs> Thank <laughs> you. I've gotten. I feel like I've also been working on my act outs a little more, and it's very fun now. I'm like, why tell a joke if you can? Show a joke, sure. You know, demonstrate. What 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 a fun way to deliver information than with a small gesture or some some action or noise more than a, a word. So I'm yeah, trying to get a little sillier.
0: So where uh where are you? Where will you be recording this special?
1: Brooklyn, Littlefield, Brooklyn. Um, a really great venue. Uh, that is home to it was originally Night Train with Wyatt Snack, then it became oh what was it? It's Butter Boy now. Uh, with Aparna. And Maeve, and uh, Joe Firestone. It's it a show that it's, goes show, on it's there? a Monday show is one of the so They do a lot of shows every night there, but it's just a really great venue for comedy, kind of specifically for alt comedy. And it has this very beautiful stage with this light board behind it that uh, I'm I'm very enamored with.
0: Okay, have you performed there before? Yes. Oh, you have.
1: Yes. Okay, so you know where you're getting into. Yeah. Nice. Anyway. That was it. Was nice going to a venue I was I felt at home on. Okay. Yeah. Uh how many, on gonna, how many people? How many people
0: fit in that thing for your special?
1: almost 300 per show and we'll see if we can fill it up. Uh, if you're in New York City come come out. Um, but it'll be it'll be good no matter what. Hell yeah. Yeah.
0: Hell yeah. What so what after you record like how what
1: what's next because like you still are going to have you're not going to just retire every joke. Right. I think I'll you know, I'll have probably two months of editing I imagine. I think April would be when it comes out and just start really hammering out the stuff that doesn't make the cut i've already kind of made a list of what to work on next um okay that'll be painful i know i guess a lot of comics go through that uh i have no idea how it's gonna go uh i don't know how many people are gonna see it i i would love to retire those jokes i would love to move on maybe maybe one or two of them i'll keep you know keep around if i enjoy telling them and crowds don't mind hearing a little more again but um yeah and then just slowly unleash those jokes on uh on social media so, one by one and
0: you know, like, so some of these you've been working on for several years. long time, yeah. yeah. And and then others, like you said, uh, like the part of the uh, mimicking a cat vomiting is just mm. a few months old, right? Mm-hmm. What do you think is the newest thing that will make
1: your recording? There's a lot of little lines. There's even a joke about uh, Cajuns. It's just a setup line that I wrote, like, three weeks ago, and I've been doing jokes about Cajuns for 10 years, and that, that line, well, that's going to make the cut. So it's, it's strange to where you have, you know, jokes one after the other where one is maybe 10 years older than the one before it. Maybe I shouldn't be holding on to jokes that long, but um, probably in terms of like a big premise, punchline, all of it, uh, probably the cat throwing up for like the newest one that makes the cut. Sure,
0: okay, okay. Uh, I know another, there's another big thing that's happened in your life that we should be talking about. Uh, An engagement, sir? I am engaged. Congratulations.
1: Engaged, yes. Uh, How did it go down? She proposed to me on the beach in Thailand um she had mentioned before that she wanted to propose to me and we had talked about it and i had i i was under the impression that that was no longer her plan so it really did surprise me i was going to propose after the special that was my kind of timeline for it figure it'd be a good time to like reset and write some new material but oh i guess <laughs> i'll probably write some new
0: material <laughs> Write
1: some, yeah have something you i mean silly to plan your life around it but you know when you when you put out a lot of material it's fun to change things to see what happens sure uh, but now I'm probably going to talk about the engagement on the special. That's at least a little bit. Sure. Um, sure. Did she, like, uh, after
0: mentioned. she proposed, and you, you know, now we've had some, some time has passed. Mm-hmm. Have, then have you told her what you just told me? Like, oh, I was thinking about it after. I was. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
1: And then she, what's her follow up? Like, well. She doesn't believe me. She doesn't believe you. Gonna propose. Yeah. And well, that's what she said the last time we brought it up. Yeah. yeah. I was going to propose in um, Israel in March because we had a trip. We had like a honeymoon Israel birthright honeymoon trip planned. Uh, we had a plan before October seventh, um, and now that trip is postponed. Okay, and uh, yeah, I bet it would be odd optics. To, <laughs> the happiest know, day of our lives. It'd be very dangerous and not in physical ways. For yes, yeah, yeah,
0: Pro- probably good plan. To... Yeah,
1: probably a little weird to take a stance yeah. that strong a stance publicly. So, what
0: was the trip you were on when she proposed? What was that?
1: We were in Thailand. Um, she was doing a big old vacation. Uh, we went to. L.A., Hawaii, Thailand, and then Seoul, and then came home, and it was a very long month. Wow, this yes. was just
0: a no work for either of you, just vacation.
1: Um, Uh she worked part of it. I took a lot of time off of work for it. Yeah, and it was—I think it was Thanksgiving, so I don't miss. A, I love. I travel on Thanksgiving a lot because there's not a lot of work. Sure. Over Thanksgiving weekend. Okay. Um, and she's still working, still doing comedy, and. We're engaged now, and that's nice because when you say fiancé, people are uh, people are very excited about that. There's a weird a weird thing that happens. I guess this is kind of an inside comedy podcast, so people might uh, understand this, but the, there's a lot of jealousy and bitterness and a lot of, you know, comics watching everyone, what everyone else is up to and doing. And it, whenever anyone books anything, there seems to be that instant, hey, congrats, I heard you got this, or congrats on this, and I heard you're working with this thing, you got that job. And everyone's called up, all up in everyone's businesses and uh, congratulating each other. And, and when the engagement happened, I c- comics were congratulating me. And it felt so sincere. It felt so like they were actually happy for me. And that's kind of frustrating because this is the thing they should be jealous of. This is the thing they should be bitter about. I found my other half in this lonely world. And they're like, yeah, whoop, good for you. Hey, that's great. Isn't that cute? Uh, whereas like, if I, if I got like... I don't know, guest writer on a weekend update, they would they would be more jealous of that than this my greatest accomplishment. <laughs> Show business, sir. Show business. Boy, some boof. <laughs> yeah. I could I could do without that. Too much hustle, too much ambition. It's exhausting me. Yeah, right. I'm really tired of how competitive this is.
0: <laughs> how do you, uh, after show last night, when it goes so well and you got to go back to your hotel, how do you wind down after when you get back to the hotel?
1: Last night I was very ready to sleep. I was I was a sleepy boy last night. Oh, it's 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 not how I wind down. It's how do I convince myself to go to sleep uh, uh, to not. I always want to stay up and do that wind-down activity, watch a TV show, read a book. But I really should just go straight to sleep and feel great the next day because it's that extra hour of just dicking around. And I mean, I guess I played crossword last night a little bit, and that's a new thing in my life. I've been playing New York crossword. And it's, oh, literally crossword. Yeah. Oh. That one's I'm such a fan. It's so great. I, I spend hours a week on it. It's lovely. Um, read, but I don't I Usually, I try to read before I go to bed, but I don't have a good book right now. i gonna okay. pack one. You read any good books?
0: Nope. No. I have, I'm continued to collect them and read the beginning and then put them away and then yeah. I, I I do that a lot. Like I bought I bought purchased Maria Bamford's book. Oh yes. I haven't read it yet. And I I I've guess had it for in your co- mm-hmm. yeah. And I've had it for you know three four months. Mm-hmm. I haven't bought it yet. I even have a uh, b- b- um. Audible. Like I have a. Still, I have a subscription to Audible right now, so you mm-hmm. can do like the uh, you know the audio with the reading, and I'm not
1: taking advantage Dude, of it whatsoever. I think we talked about this yes. last time. Yeah, the audio re- listening while reading. Love I've, it. I've tried. I've tried. Does I'm it still, work for you? I'm
0: still. I just. Yeah. I need to be... too much. I got to, t- things distract me way too easily. Mm-hmm. Way too easily. Well,
1: that's what the Audible reading combination I is know. for. It's the VR headset.
0: I know. I don't know. I got to try it again. Yeah. I got to try it again. So no, I don't. I have, I have collections of books that don't. Get red. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's basically it. Yeah, it's a it's a whole lot of that. Um, let's see. Last night, I want to. Anything else I want to bring about? Last night, the set was so freaking good. Thank um, you. Uh, let's see. Have I ever pointed out? This seems like super stupid, but I know you, we're not going to get to it yet. But you know, we do end up talking about. You're big into math. You mm-hmm. love math. There's part of your act talks about math. Now, I usually bring something up. Talk about that. Um, your the word math is in your name. Have I ever pointed out how? It just occurred to me today.
1: I've never played with it. You haven't? Someone, someone made my said. uh, Gabe Bravo said uh, calls me math Jew. Bros hard. That's rather accurate. It's it's pretty on the money.
0: (laughs) I'm sorry. That's funny. Yeah, Gabe, <laughs> yeah, Bravo! Check him out. Great, great line. I mean, I've known you for a while now, and it never occurred to me until today when I was writing your name on this piece of paper. I'm like, Math,
1: Matthew, mm-hmm. Math, you. Yeah. I guess there's two. I was always annoyed about the two Ts. If it had been spelled with one T, that'd be cool. But that extra T throws me off. Did you know it's Machu Picchu? P-I-C-C-H-U. It's it not is. Pichu, it's Picchu. So I always thought that by that logic, Matthew should be pronounced Matthew. If it was the same phonetic system. It's not. But. <laughs> this actually,
0: wow, this is going to p- tie in pretty well to something that happened last night. So after we went to your, or I came here by yourself, I'm not going to mm-hmm. lie about that. I came, I was here by myself. Went home, wife was there. Uh, I got home, we started watching some stuff on TV together. Mm. We put on, um, on YouTube, you ever watch that Kevin Nealon, um, he, he hikes with people. He goes no. on like 15 minute hikes with people. That's his podcast.
1: Oh, that's amazing. It's
0: really interesting. When wow. he gets all the, you know, all the good comedians. It's, it's really fun. Uh, I don't remember who the guest was last night, um, but they were talking about... Comedians in Canyons getting cardio. <laughs> hey, that would have been a better name. Yeah. Way more catchy. Um, they're talking about uh, doing shows and having big celebrities stop in. And I don't remember who it was. They were like, oh yeah, Robin Williams stopped in one, po- one time and did a did a, you know a set before me at some club, and then they talked about what it was like, like, how do you follow someone like Robin Williams? Mm-hmm. And my thought was, wouldn't it be easy? Because he's setting, like, the crowd's gonna be in such a frenzy if someone like Robin Williams is out there. So, then the look on your face says no. No, so. no,
1: I think you're right. The, 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 actually, you know, it, it was, I had to follow Aziz Ansari doing a pop-in, and then I've had to follow Mulaney before, too, doing a pop-in. And I remember... Not to toot my own horn, but I was very happy with the set. I was, I was like, oh, well, that actually went better than usual. And I came upstairs and said something like that and, uh, at, at the cellar. And Esty goes, yeah, that's the best spot on the show. Because they're so excited. And with no disrespect to big-name comedians, they're doing the best jokes they wrote in the last six months. You get to do your best jokes of the last six years. Um, they're usually less prepared. That's why they're popping in. They're not, they're not going in there to film a special. They're going in there in this low-stakes environment to test out some stuff that's not working in yeah. front of a, an anonymous crowd that didn't pay the price their name uh, warrants. Correct. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: Okay, so I guess I was kind of right. Yeah, nice. very much. Oh, good. So
1: I just think of Robin Williams as being such a killer. I mean, that guy uses the whole stage. I was watching uh, Good Morning Vietnam on the plane here, Oh. He's not just a good comedic actor. He was a good dramatic actor. Yeah, some of his most impressive moments is when he's saying nothing, when he's just looking and staring, and then he's going like a million words per minute, and that's good too. But he was he was an all around brilliant actor. I guess I mean he won an Oscar, so he knew that. But
0: yeah, oh, there were people that I think uh, oh, kind of only knew him from you know movies and mm-hmm. not from being a stand up, right? Ooh, yeah. Yeah. Um. So anyway, we were so. <laughs> We were watching that, uh, the Kevin Nealon thing, and then, uh, it's on YouTube, right? Mm-hmm. And then we watched a few episodes of that, and then on the side, it has, you know, a list of all my subscriptions mm-hmm. that I've subscribed to on YouTube, and we're going down, going down, looking for something else to maybe watch. And my wife goes, wait, hold on a minute, what does that say? And, uh, well, I'm going to preface this by saying have you ever had like uh had someone's name wrong for many years and had no idea or maybe you had lyrics wrong to a song yeah and had no idea then you find out you're like that's what it is yeah my wife had that last night when she goes what does that say rickles i said don rickles she goes R- his name is rickles i go what did you think it was she goes my whole life i thought it was don wrinkles huh wrinkles huh
1: that's so cute. It sounds like a stage name. Yes. Yeah. I thought you were going to say Ripples. Wrinkles.
0: Wrinkles. She couldn't get over it. She was literally like, my whole life. She, like, but she was like in disbelief. It's not wrinkles. It's I'm like, it's wrinkles.
1: Yeah. I mean. That's. There was Last
0: a, night was how, when she found out about this.
1: Yeah. That's the, it does. And it changes things. There was um, a girl named Jenny who I who went to high school with. And I knew her for a couple months. And then one day I, I turned around and I saw her backpack and I saw that it was spelled G I N N I E. And I never thought of her the same again. It just changed my perception of who she was. Not bad, not good, but that was that became a new person now in my eyes. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Thinking of her as a J N N Y was was that's a different that's a different person. So don't give your kids <laughs> stupid names, I guess is the point of that.
0: Yes. Oh, that's another, that's another thing of, uh, of your act that is still in there. That's actually one of my favorites. When you mentioned the names of people uh, from, that you went to
1: school mm-hmm. with, right? The, uh... Yeah, I have to use a fake name in that one, unfortunately, uh, because the real name for the joke, uh, the person passed away. But the real name is very good. And I don't mean to... Yeah, I don't want to like... Uh, but those are all real names. Otherwise, Chambliss... Uh, Townsend, Whitaker, Towers. There's so many good ones. Oh, those are just the top <laughs> ones. Matthews. Math- yeah, Matthews. With one T. So that's... he was a math guy. Oh, yeah. see? There you go. It exists. Mm-hmm. It exists. It exists. I uh... I was also in yearbook, so I saw everyone's name and their middle name. Often people had two middle names. I I don't know why that's such a white, rich, white, southerner thing to do. Oh, interesting. Mm-hmm.
0: I do you have you don't have two middle names? Do no, you? I have one
1: middle name. Yeah. Have you heard the Demetri Martin joke? I don't know. A girl says, "I have two middle names." He goes, "No, you have zero middle names." It's a good math joke. <laughs> like it's an that. odd even joke. Yeah.
0: <laughs> oh yeah. There's no. That's right. That's very good. Um, I actually found a um, a website that put together. Um, where is it? Preppy baby names destined for the Ivy League.
1: Oh yes. There's also a list of the lacrosse teams from some major school, and they sounded just like that. Which, by the way, we don't give any credit to the fact that Chadwick Bozeman had the whitest name of all time, <laughs> no and shit. was literally Black Panther, was a was a black superhero. Chadwick Bozeman. that is really up there.
0: Well, this is gonna make me so uh, I don't know. Uh, I actually thought he was white before I saw what he looked like. Just as reading like Chadwick mm-hmm. Bozeman to star in blah blah blah, mm-hmm. I'm like, well, that's a that's a white guy I've never heard of. Yes. Yeah. 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 Can I give you a couple of the names that made this list? Yes. Someone put together. Preppy names are a great choice for your baby. Uh, They might lead, they can help establish your child's strengths and even promote future success. Mm. Do you agree with that?
1: Yes. You do? Yes. Interesting. I think a good name can be useful, Mm -hmm. but a good name can also be just like a simple name. Sure. I'm going to throw a couple at you and see what you think. Mm -hmm. Digby. Don't like it. Okay. Connery. Mm, Like it. Interesting. Uh, Palmer. I knew a few. Yes, Palmer. It's pretty solid. Um, Blaine, Blair. Those are
0: great. Emerson.
1: I know a few, I think. Hudson. Yeah. I think this one is probably one you went to school with. Yates. Uh, sounds correct. I feel like I do know a Yates, yes.
0: <laughs> Yates.
1: Yardley? No, that's a Simpsons uh, voice actor. <laughs> Who was? Yancey. I knew a Yancey. Uh Briggs, Thatcher, Ellison. I knew an Ellison, I think. Thatcher's a little much. Briggs is good. Niles. Ah, classic. Orson. Hmm. I like that one just for the sci-fi element.
0: Yeah. <laughs> uh Scott Card. Did you mention Thompson? No. Thompson? I don't think anyone any Thompson's. No. Thompson, that's not a bad one. Uh how about Tinsley? We'll end with that one. Tinsley. Tinsley. T i n s l e y. I like it. Tinsley, you like mm-hmm. that. One?
1: It was hard hard to find a nickname for that though. Yeah. Uh, McLean, McQueen. Those are two girls I knew. Um, Keaton. Boy or girl? Keaton. Keaton. Yeah, it's good. It's it's both, which I think is cool. Mm-hmm. Keaton. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There's also a weird thing where it's a lot of those names are. Um, they are old school manual labor prof- uh, uh, jobs. Names like Parker, Hunter, um, yeah, uh, what are others? You actually... All those names now are, and and they're not necessarily last names as much as they're just old jobs.
0: Yes, Uh, Harper.
1: Harper. When I was
0: looking at this list, it literally said Harper translates to a person that plays Mm -hmm. the harp.
1: Mm -hmm. And it's weird because it's people who've never done and will never have to do manual labor. Yeah. Yeah. I... This is one of those
0: times where your uh, intelligence, your knowledge, is, uh, very, oh, and then, is impressing me, sir.
1: And then I think also with women, what is in vogue, or th- th- this might all be a bit about 10 years old, because I'm, I'm talking about when I was in high school, but yeah. uh, the, the girls but, get boys' names. That is also a real, real fashion, fashionable thing now. Um, Ryan has become a girl's name. Yes. Uh, Dylan, Cody have all become girls' names. And mm-hmm. what's funny is they never go back. No one ever wants that. I mean, because Leslie used to be a boy's name. I had a girlfriend in high school named Damon. mm how about that, I dated. I've Cody. never met, I've never, never met a female
0: Damon since then.
1: Hmm. No, I have not met a Damon. D-A-M-O-M? No, a Damon at all. Yeah. Yes. Uh, and then I, I, Eddie Ift sent me a great list. He's a, he's a comic who lives oh, yeah. in Malibu. And now, now what's really in vogue is just nouns. Like Albatross was one of them. I think Crush What is it. Uh, um, What's his name? Lachlan Patterson has a, a kid named Crush, uh, but they're just straight up nouns. Uh, Crush. Yeah, uh, Zephyr. There's. I, I wish I could find the list, but oh it's, it's it's truly just nouns. Oh. It's If not sound effects. Yikes! 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 Hmm. Yikes! Yikes! Yikes!
0: Are you still
1: uh tutoring math? Uh yeah, I, don't, I didn't have anyone last semester, and I'm really hoping I get some this semester. Okay. But uh. Trying to do more of that, yes. Okay, okay. So I
0: searched, uh, I went to Google, put the words math and football mm-hmm. together. And it is uh, impressive how much math is being used these, uh, in uh, pop culture these days with math. First of all, Taylor Swift and Travis Kelsey. Mm-hmm. Do you know why, how math is being factored in there? How much she's making for the NFL via him? That's a good one, but I was th- I'm specifically talking about uh, the, doing the math of how long it will take her to get from her show uh, in Tokyo to the Super Bowl to see him. And wow. there are people that actually are, have done the math and figured out, like, well, with the time difference and where, when her show ends and when the Super Bowl starts, if she leaves right away after her show, she'll make it, with the time change, she'll make it uh, to Las Vegas on Saturday at 1 o'clock and have a, over 24 hours to be ready for the game. Wow. But people are actually using math to figure these things out. Wow, huh
1: What's that even worth that's that's one of the longest fights, right? Well, I guess is she going to she's going to do private i'm guessing she oh god to. yes yeah.
0: yes uh, i've anyway. i've I've heard that she has uh, access to several um to several private jets uh one of the other headlines that I saw when I searched those two words uh this one from the Wall Street Journal, sir. What ended the Detroit Lions dream season? Math, yeah, what mm-hmm. kind of math? Uh well, it was the uh that was the big thing with their uh Dan Campbell is the freewheeling head coach of the Detroit Lions that had an incredible season they just lost last week. Mm-hmm. And he's getting tons of shit because he had many opportunities to uh kick field goals, which are worth 3 points and instead he would try to uh, go for you know uh, extend pl- extend the series and try to go for the f- the touchdown which is mm. worth 6 points. And people are saying analytics has been brought into football and it's changing these you know the way people look at these 5 years ago no no coach was going to go yeah we're going to keep going and try to score this touchdown down you know in a few more plays. They would see points on the board potential points and take them right away. Mm-hmm. And now, uh, like, there's these, you know, these, these, uh, ma- not math and the football analysts, the guys who do it for a living. Yes. Yeah, now they're speaking out, like, what, You've- analytics is ruining football. Mm-hmm. That's the new thing now, is analytics is ruining football.
1: Yes. I can agree with that. I, I, I mean, it's not fun to use a computer, because computers will have the answer, and it's not very fun. It's the, it's the failures and the
0: yeah. guessing. So instead of, you know, going with your gut, yes. like,
1: if this guy would have gone with his
0: gut... Mm-hmm. His gut was probably telling him, get the points on the board, man. Mm-hmm. This is the most important game you've ever been in. These points, never, they've never mattered more. Yes. But he went with what he was doing all year, which was the analytics say, you you know, try to get those points, try to get more points. Six is more than
1: three. So you think the analytics cost them? Yeah. Well, oh. that, that's what people are saying, yes. Well, I'm sure the analytics will adjust for that. Yeah. I'm fascinated by, do, do you watch a lot of baseball? Of course. I don't. But. <laughs> The statistics they throw up are so complicated. There's so many terms in baseball. Uh, RBI. Uh, I mean, I, I get batting average, but there's so many little things they use to quantify a player. And it's truly really nerdy stuff.
0: Yes. Uh, well, I, I'm i from the generation that had three, basically, categories of uh, statistics that were worth paying attention to. Mm-hmm. And now there's all these wild... yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, I can't even bring them off. I don't know off the top of my head because I've stopped paying attention because they're so nerdy that I can't. Yeah. yeah, I'm not. I'm not with it.
1: Yeah, and they'll also just the, the the statistics they can pull up on the spot. They're like, this is the the best game a left-handed pitcher has ever had on a Tuesday in seven years. You know? Yeah. How did you compile that? Yeah.
0: With the with the uh, sun at 33 uh, degrees mm-hmm. and yeah, mm-hmm. I mean it's insane.
1: They just really throw out random stuff like that. I've been watching a lot of swimming, and yeah, it's, it's. I guess, there's better, it used to be, like, on swimming, they'll still have that, we'll say, we think that's the best ever blank, we have to go back, and they'll publish the article, they're like, as far as we're aware, this is the best blank time for this, within this category, and then people in the comments will come back, and be like, oh, I found something that actually broke that, from, so, they'll, like, this is the best, and it'll be kind of hard stuff to pull up, like, this is the best season a female swimmer's ever had, like, dual meet season, so not, like, just times to times, but, um there's just not the same database with swimming sure there's they're beginning to build one now you can keep every every race log and you can watch who's leading the season uh mid-season but it's it's a very good season for women swimming and for men's
0: so. olympic year
1: yes are you excited yes i'm more excited about ncaa's i'm more excited about the college season it's just really good this year liam marchand is um best uh, best college swimmer ever i would say uh it was his, his junior year it might be his last year at asu the french kid uh, moved to, uh, came to ASU, Arizona State's uh, program, which was brand new. It, it, the men's team had gone away. And then a couple of years back, Michael Phelps grew up in Baltimore and said, I want to go somewhere sunny. And then yeah. he moved to Phoenix, and everyone yeah. came with him, including his coach Bob Bowman. Then Michael Phelps retired, and now they're all sitting around in Phoenix with nothing to do, and Bob Bowman says, I'll just coach this college team here that needs a coach, and it's suddenly the best team in the country out of nowhere led by this french kid who broke uh, michael phelps's oldest world record last remaining world record um and
0: we need to stop the french they're taking over all the sports the uh the uh, number one you know basketball player is a 20 year old from france is uh, that right Wemby,
1: yeah yeah and then were they number two at the world cup
0: oh sure i don't know they got uh, the messy uh, one right mbappe right mbappe, yes
1: <laughs> yeah france is doing great jeez good for france <laughs> Yeah, they'll do very well. At the their Their men's team will do very well at the Olympics because that 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 French kid's going to bring home, I think at least three gold medals by himself. So it's good good season. Wild, yeah, wild.
0: Uh, do you are you sharing? Like, do you have back to the uh, engagement, sir? Mm-hmm. Is there like do you have a wedding no. date plan? Are you Nothing. talking about that? Nothing in
1: Austin. Oh, another thing, we bought a condo in Austin. Oh, uh, that was a big life development, dude. So,
0: oh wow, congrats!
1: Yeah, thank you. A lot of comedy down there. We both have ties down there. Just got a tiny little place in a, in a good location. No kidding. Just uh, to, to spend our time down there also. And I don't, I'm don't. i not home enough to really have a home anyway. So um, yeah, I uh, got to go to Mothership. I'm going to perform at Mothership. That's a really great place for comedy. Austin has so much comedy right now. There's so many comedians. There's so many stages.
0: I've, yeah, I've read something. There's like clubs just within walking distance of each other. Yes.
1: Yeah? Oh, many, many clubs. So from the Mothership, you can walk to Vulcan, which is a club. You can walk to, um, what's it called? Creek in the Cave. And there's another one right there. I think there's about five clubs within a 0.2-mile radius of Mothership. Um, just crazy. And then plenty of just pop-up. There's like a pizza shop that has an open mic every night. Uh, right there, as well, so and and there's just enough tourists there to substantiate it now, I suppose, yeah, but I think it could be i mean there's always been the dream of having a, a third industry city besides New York and l a where you can live and do comedy every night and you know be in in the industry, be in the you know top of mind, so I think Austin could really be that and a lot of executives love, you know, using their company cards to go visit for a weekend for a festival <laughs> or so, something. Sure,
0: so it's fun. Mm-hmm. When will you uh I guess you just need a third spot now. You need a home in LA and then <laughs> you get all three, right?
1: Yeah, finally I I don't go back very much. It's, it's uh it's a tough place. It's 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 hard. Um the, the it's so competitive with comedy there and there's just not as much stage time right. as there are comedians.
0: How about have you been doing any more
1: auditions for acting, any voice stuff? Yeah. Just sending in tapes. Yeah. But I've just been living on the road and working on stand up and that's been uh very kind and I've been writing a little bit uh for other people and uh that's that's yeah that's my whole gig right now. And, and I Swimming a lot when I can, and sculpting. You are. Mm-hmm. You still got the uh the clay? Yeah, it's been a, I need to finish. I have two I need to finish and i just joined a pool so i'm swimming again which is really nice cuz my back was fucking killing me okay and now i'm just doing that
0: okay mm-hmm. uh
1: the, i'm the only one that's going to find this interesting i'm going to ask it
0: anyway mm-hmm. um the thing that's because the thing that stops me from still going swimming uh, um recreationally mm-hmm. is if the water's too cold i just it ruin mm-hmm. i can't deal with water that's too
1: cold i just hate it is that I, a problem for you i need the water under a certain temperature it's not going to be a really uh, a real workout so needs to be 82 at the hottest and then also 80, 77 at the coldest. There's a big range. I think each degree feels like 10 or 5 in the water. But the rule of swimming is if it's comfortable getting in, it's going to be too hot by the time you're actually swimming. So sure. uh I'm also a real wimp about getting in. Even even after all these years I still kind of like inch in and Okay, well that's take what I'm long. saying. Is yes. I'm a real wimp about getting in. A real wimp about getting in, but <laughs> So I just hate getting in, but once I get in and get moving, then I would rather it be colder.
0: Sure. Okay. So along those lines, would you ever do one of the have you one of these cold immersion things? Like they have people, in, you know, in the Twin Cities, they go to Lake Harriet. There's a there's a square cut out, and every morning they're chiseling off that little inch or you know of, of ice. Mm-hmm. Well, these days there probably isn't any, but. Yeah, right. um, uh, and then they dip, you know, 90 seconds, you know, three minutes, and they just get in the super cold nope, water. Could you ever do, do that?
1: I don't think I have enough uh, cushion for that. <laughs> <laughs> I've right? done it with Bert, so I've been working, open for Bert Kreischer on the road, and he loves the cold plunges. But oh. it's a little unfair because he just sits <laughs> there in cold water, be like, what, you cold? And then he just splashes around. And yes, it's a little harder for me. I think we did like 54, maybe 40s, degree- maybe the water was in the 40s or 50s. And I, and I thought that was 32. Yeah. I don't know how I deal with 33. No. Yeah.
0: No. Mm-hmm. I, I, I'm i amazed by these people mm-hmm. and how they do, <gasps> they are breathing heavy. Like, I can't, no.
1: I, I would love to have no. that mastery of like, I can, uh, you know. I can turn a hot shower cold right at the end. I like try. Once, yeah. Right at the end, I turn it cold and then I get out. I do that too sometimes. Yeah, but I don't think that really counts. Not really. I have friends who take cold showers every morning, and I cannot start my day And I've way.
0: been reading about people that do that, and it's supposed to be extremely
1: healthy, but I'm like, yes. I do. No, I intermittent fast. That's my one little, yeah. And I stopped doing nicotine. I think I was doing nicotine last time. I quit April 20th. I was going to ask you off, mic, because I didn't know yeah. if you wanted to talk about no, that. No, I, I, I quit, and it's, it, was, it was very, very hard to quit. It took many tries. You were doing the little? Yeah, the Zins, which are just taking over. Everyone's doing them now. All the comics. Yeah. Um, and I didn't, I didn't like the effect it was having on me. I was very dependent on it. And even, I don't know if it was going to kill me, but it wasn't make, it, I wasn't able to enjoy anything without it. And that was a terrible feeling. Good for you. How did you quit? I don't know. You don't know? I don't know. It just, it just <laughs> stuck one time. Sure. I tried many times to quit, and that one just, I think I liked the, I decided very much in the moment. It wasn't a, this is the day I'm going to quit. I was, I'd finished one pack and I was looking for another and walking with a friend, and I said, I'd love to quit. And my friend said, just do. And then took a hit of his vape pen. Um so he didn't quit. But <laughs> I one at a time. Like that. I also thought 420 was a funny day to quit. Oh, perfect. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm happy to be off it. I also think I also think the the Zen, I think they are I think they're pulling out all the same uh moves that Camel Joe and Marbo did that got them in trouble in the first place. I think they're skirting regulation. I think they're paying off people. Mm-hmm. Jewel is somewhat catching some flack. Zen is getting none because they haven't proved that it's actually damaged, like a direct carcinogen. But it's not good for your heart. It's not good for your lungs. It's not good for your skin. It makes your hair fall out. It, yeah. it gives you terrible anxiety. And I think This episode of No
0: Laugh Track is brought to you by <laughs> Zen. Uh, try Wintergreen.
1: No. <laughs> no. <laughs> they do sponsor a ton of podcasts. Do they? The, uh, uh, the, 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 a couple of the companies, not Zen directly. Oh. No, yeah, no, no. Thankfully, you don't have. I'll any. stick to Liquid Death. Thank you very much. There you go. That's my sponsor. There you That's, go. It's not my sponsor, but I'll take their stuff. Uh,
0: and you're still sporadically doing the pod with
1: Laura. Yes, just started back again, doing it a little more often. Yeah. Okay. i trying to get more guests on.
0: I I was I was listening to the most recent one. You mm-hmm. said that you're looking for a name change, correct?
1: Yes. Yeah. She wants a new name. You got any suggestions?
0: Um. No, but I do. I I, I agree with. A name change, because mm-hmm. in it, the way you guys are described, like oh, she does com- she does comedy too, right? Mm-hmm. That was yeah. It is sort of like, yeah, you know, give give
1: her some credit. And I Give her more credit now. Yeah, she's yeah. Not anymore. Yeah. yeah, now
0: it's yeah, now it's time for a name change. I yes. don't know what that would be, but yeah, we'll think of something. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but you'll keep doing it. That's good.
1: Yeah, and no, we want to. Just, to just it's also just good for material. I like that part of it when you talk out loud to someone, you just kind of hear what you're actually interested in talking about.
0: Sure. Yeah. Sure. Uh Finally, I. Th- pretty sure i saw last night you still have uh, some merch that people can uh, pick yeah, up after I've, the shows
1: I really am uh, done uh, uh, my last round selling participant the participant shirts they're they're, they're the best selling one but I'm, I'm kind of tired of it but okay it's a cool shirt uh the dare was a, a hit i want to still sell the slither and lacrosse i need to make more of those and then now i have some ones i just want to do because they're funny to me i have a shirt that it looks like a college shirt it just says ucsb i'm sorry you usbc And it looks like, it just looks like a college, you know, Mm -hmm. acronym. But underneath it says Universal Serial Bus Type C. I think think it sounds like a college. That's a funny shirt. Oh, and Sokotoa (laughs) National Park. That's another one I want to sell. That's a math one. I need to start a website so I can do smaller batches of designs I'm excited about.
0: Yes. Mm -hmm. You absolutely should do that.
1: Yeah. I mean,
0: yeah, especially for someone who, yeah, you got a billion creative ideas. Maybe you had the whole Monday. Are you doing puns anymore? Monday pun day?
1: No, I had an idea for one today. No, I'm going to start back up. This week. <laughs> this week? This week. Okay. I'm going to put it on, on record. Yes. Perfect. I'll put up one on Monday. Perfect. Perfect.
0: Yeah. No, you should. Uh, I mean, I'll be a customer. Start putting these, these new shirts out, these okay. limited designs. Yeah. Um, I'm in. Okay. I'm in. I have the participant one. I've had it for several years, so yeah. I can't. I'm not I'm not going to get another one. No.
1: No. No. And then, what was the other one I did? I think that's it. Oh, Don't Mess With Texas, Please. That's a regional design, though. Please, please.
0: <laughs> it's that's funny. a very unique version of that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah,
1: until I get the cease and desist. Yeah, right. Yeah. Well, with all of them, it sounds like don't mess with don't mess with Texas. <laughs> if that's the company that's... or copyrights. Yes. <laughs>
0: Matthew's been fantastic um people have to come see you here at Acme obviously uh, we're doing this let's see Thursday so if we get this out posted today today two shows each uh, Friday and Saturday night uh Best if, club if, in the world if you're in New York go to the uh, recording mm-hmm.
1: I looked there are Little tickets t- still available still tickets available but hurry yeah don't wait or, no I don't know do I don't care no 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 don't yeah. wait no call your friend who likes comedy who likes going out it's gonna be very fun it's gonna be really fun to do that there in new york i've never headlined new york before so get out of here yeah it's just not a city you need to headline because you're always competing with the showcase clubs you know and, and you know i get to go to this i have the cellar in new york comedy club and those are all fun and never to never have to have the pressure of a headlining show is great but it's the biggest city in the country so it's cool to headline there especially right there in brooklyn i can walk to the show to the special that's very exciting to me
0: awesome yeah awesome very cool uh i'm sure it'll go well uh, and did you say where will it'll end up do you think it'll youtube it will be on youtube yes that's okay. what i want to do perfect perfect i'm uh i'm digging the youtube specials when people put them out there mm-hmm. it's
1: and to get so much creative control of like where to start how to edit i'm i'm excited for that process as well and i might put it out in two parts that's my thought i want to put it out in two halves i don't know why it just seems cool i'll give it two different titles Oh. Have you seen anyone do that?
0: Nah, it doesn't ring a bell. No, okay. Huh. How how much would you space them out? Like
1: a couple drop weeks. A, a couple maybe of weeks. maybe at the same time or maybe a couple of weeks. Hmm. I know nothing about like the marketing aspect of this.
0: One-minute segments.
1: Yes. I mean, I will actually do that part of it. The real <laughs> the real mindset unfortunately is that, you know on the clips. business side of this is clips or what actually sell tickets now. That it's cool to have the people who watch the full special, but those clips do such big numbers when they do numbers. Yeah. And there's so many places you can put them in.
0: Uh, that'll be the last thing I ask you, because you did mention that already last year, that putting clips out, has, you've seen a difference in yes. people to show up. Is it continuing to grow?
1: Yes, it did. That was kind of my first time getting my name out there. And now whenever I go places, people know who I am and are coming out to see me, which is great. I'm not great at the marketing aspect of this, which has become the whole job now of like email lists and promos and the people I know who are really making a killing are just editing videos and posting them on on all four of their platforms and running YouTube pages and Reddit pages and, and, and really on top of it. Like just they're 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 marketers who dabble in stand up is, is how it feels right for, for the people who are really on top of it and um
0: I who wish I who knew that, that
1: comedians would have to be experts in you know advertising and marketing, mm-hmm. right? I mean, that's the job now. Yeah. That is really the job. And the, the, the club model is changing a little bit. Not here. Thank God. One of the few places that actually books and says, hey, we, we want a, a comic we like with obviously a fan base, but we're going to try to also tackle the marketing side of things. We'd like for you to help, but we know that's our job too. Whereas I feel like some clubs have changed the, I hope this doesn't burn bridges me saying this, but some clubs seem to just go. Oh, yeah, well, this guy will just fill it out for us and we just do a door deal and that's good. And I don't know what their hours like, but, you know, that yeah. saves us our marketing budget and just time. Everyone's yeah. everyone's trying to be as lazy as possible. <laughs> so, yeah, if you could. I mean, if I was running a club and I could book someone who was just going to fill six shows. Well, that means I get to relax for a week. I know. I, and I don't fault anyone for doing that. I would just hope that it's a mix of you know, right? putting in some people that keep the got to keep the lights on. I get that. You got to pay the bills. And what a great weekend for the club, for the staff and for fans of that comic to bring them there. But I do hope that the clubs are also looking at down the line because, I mean, you look at the uh, this this in the green room here at Acme, you there's uh, columns. Each column has 52 slots. With the year above it, and it goes back to about 2000, at least 2007 is where it starts. And you can see my name on there six times. You signed the weekend that you were here, and I saw 2019 Andrew Schultz was here. I think just in 2019, Schultz was doing clubs. He's now doing Scotiabank. Uh, Sam Morrill. Um, all these people who are yeah. I, I went such out, bigger things now. I,
0: I went out. Andrew Schultz took me out to lunch and a beer. Yeah, yeah. I don't think he's gonna take my call if I give
1: <laughs> call these days. It's funny. I tried calling Schultz today, and he because I was like, "Hey, can I talk to you?" He was like, "Yeah, yeah." Three thirty Friday, and I called him today, and he was like, "Friday." He texted back, "Friday." I was like, "My bad. Okay." <laughs> he's a busy guy.
0: The other night, I uh, I don't judge me, but I hit play on the new Snoop Dogg movie that's on Amazon oh, Prime. Oh yes, he's in. Yes, and Andrew's in it. Yeah, he was I was like, "Are you kidding me?" That? Yeah.
1: Yes. Yes, he's doing great. I'm very happy for him. And he's doing stand-up, which is really cool. Yeah, He's like really still doing, even at that level, he's still pushing. Like he's putting out stand-up clips. He's putting out, you know, some crowd work stuff, which he's really good at, but also like topical, well-written jokes. And man, not to, to like gush too much, but um, I got to see his new hour. And it is 100% on one theme. Schultz was kind of the, his whole business model was these 90-second, absolutely perfect jokes maybe three minutes but you know one to three minute jokes that were just a a full meal and this this new hour is just 60 minutes on subject and killing the whole time very silly he's found a way to kind of stay true to his voice uh which is uh, kind of cocky and arrogant it's kind of who he is yet the weirdly vulnerable at the same time i really recommend watching it if you get a chance to go see him he's gonna sell tickets on his own without me promoting him but mm-hmm. um when the, when the hour comes out it's it's a very good special it's cool to see him uh still continue to grow as an artist
0: yeah i love that you brought up the uh all the list of names on the wall in there because mm-hmm. that's I never get sick of going in there Mm -hmm. and seeing like oh my god that was right holy cow that was 2015 when blah 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 was here that's crazy yes
1: and every time I look I came in 2016 and every time I look at the list means something different to me of like I'm now interested in who was here 15 years ago that's still doing still doing comedy still doing weekends because so many of those names they do one or two or three years and then they're I don't know they're doing private gigs and corporate gigs or just staying local or they get a writing job or they move on to an acting career so many different things can happen Were so they... many things can happen yep. success see... not less success mm-hmm. yes absolutely yeah you see Kilmartin martin was Lori Kilmartin's martin's one of the most uh, and i just i think so much now at age 35 of just what's the long term how can i still be doing this when i'm 55 that's kind of my goal what's the path that keeps me doing something I enjoy, and not burning out, or not fading out, um, and and that long, and that's also similar with, not to be cheesy, but swimming. I've started to be in a lot of pain from the weightlifting I'm doing, and it's, it gave me the physique I wanted, but I was, in a, I was hurting a lot, and now with swimming, it's not exactly what I'm looking for, but I can keep swimming until I'm 60. It's a much more maintainable thing. And, Damn right. Yeah. Damn right. Long term.
0: And uh, since you brought up Laurie Kilmartin,
1: she has a new special out. Oh yes. Yes. Sis horror what is it? Sis
0: I don't remember the name, but yes, sis woke. Yes. Beep beep, beep.
1: She's one of the best. Yes. yes. She's fantastic. That is a person who loves comedy and it shows in their comedy.
0: Yep. The uh that set is the one that pretty much she did here last, you know, last year when mm-hmm. she was in town. It's you know, as yeah, good as it
1: gets. She sharpens those jokes too. It's yes. great. Yes. Yes.
0: A, a woman with dark comedy. There's mm-hmm. Something very unique and fun about that.
1: And I just like comics who've been doing it a long time now. I do really enjoy seeing someone because there's with the social media age, you're getting these people who get these sharp pops early on and then we forget about them and they probably have to wonder what they did wrong to <laughs> not stay aloft. <laughs> yeah. but they, they, I think in the long term, they realized you couldn't get that. You can't maintain that first pop. It's it's the long term. And then just seeing these 20, 30 year comics and, and the expertise and how their good habits aren't even conscious anymore.
0: hmm We all got to get there. Uh, I'll see you in a year. See you in a year. Perfect. Thank you so much for listening to No Laugh Track Podcast, the show with a new comedian headliner every single week with me, the host, Justin Severson. The show is produced in the heart of Minneapolis's North Loop neighborhood at the legendary Acme Comedy Club. You can listen to us on Spotify, Apple Podcast, Podbean, and watch the video version on our official No Laugh Track YouTube channel. Wherever you are enjoying the pod, remember, drop a like, leave a review, and please tell your friends about the show. And most importantly, come to Acme and see my show in person.